Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Why are we in here, Dan? That's because Kristoff's dead. Kristoff died over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So, uh, R.I.P. Kristoff, pour one out for stop. Mm-hmm. City TV, back in the day, play the outtakes of Speaker's Corner. People f***ing sucking, f***ing on each other. Mm-hmm. As required learning in Canada, this podcast is played for many classes from grades 1 to 8. Uh, that <laughs> sucking. Mm-hmm. I remember Jorge Posada and Moise Alou, they used to urinate on their hands and it worked quite well for them as it developed a callus and toughen up those fingers. And you could just urinate on your hands in the showers. Mm-hmm. Final ever game at Oracle Arena. When they pull that off, you're going to be the guy making that call. How exciting is that? Uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. The Raptors win their first NBA championship. How sweet it is. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Oh, governor, I've got a problem with two pence for three pennies. Dance. Dance. Oh, yeah, it's almost summer vacation time. Yeah, it's almost summer. <laughs> you can feel it in the air. It's almost summertime. Time to crack open a Coors Slice. Oh, yeah, get that into your belly. Speaking of uh, um, getting things into you and possibly getting things out, Stoff, he's alive. Stoff, let's he update. He had nothing removed from his body. All the, uh, all the, let's get the update on the situation here. Uh, tell us what happened. Uh, well, I had a, a bit of an experience last week, if you would call it that. Um, Sexual? No. Okay. Everything but. Okay. Uh, basically, I had two medical conditions that somewhat looked like a completely different condition. Um, <laughs> so basically, my anemia and some sort of stomach bug that I uh, got somehow uh, ended up looking as if I needed my appendix removed immediately. Oh, man. And thankfully for a CT scan, that did not happen. Oh, my. Yeah, you don't need that appendix but- anyway. Yeah, that's true. It's useless. The doctor seemed really gung-ho on taking it out, too. <laughs> He's a big like, appendix he really, guy. Yeah, big appendix Give me guy. my scalpel. Me want to cut him open. Me want to chew on that. <laughs> <laughs> I masturbate a lot. <laughs> that's a thing. Like, what if a doctor is just in a mood one day? He's like, I got to cut some people. And Stoff's like, hey, I'm here. I, I have anemia and uh, just a bit of a funny tummy. Here comes the scalpel. Me well, cutty you. Well, some doctors probably enjoy certain surgeries like we enjoy certain highlights. Like, uh, like That's true. Uh, doing the NBA finals when the Raptors are playing. You're like, yeah, I'm excited to do this. Or doing any top 10 with Kerwin Bell getting hit in the nuts with his own spike. And this doctor's like, ah, tonsils. Yeah, whatever. I don't, hernia. No, nah, I don't want to do that. Wait, Appendix. what kind of testicle is this? Appendix, sign me up. Yeah, appendix. Uh, but all in all, you're feeling better, my friend? Yes, on the mend. And upward you're, you're going to be on the road with us for our uh, fall tour. Absolutely. That's going to be so much fun. Worst comes to your worst, you guys wheel me around, I figured. Perfect. That would actually be kind of cool. Yeah, we could board the flight early. Yeah. And then we could wheel you out on stage. Everyone would applaud. Hang on one sec. Do you mind if I answer this? Yeah, go ahead. Um, you got to answer it on, on yeah. the phone, though. Or on the... Ruby? Podcast. Hello. Hi. We're recording our podcast right now. <laughs> All right. She hung up. <laughs> she hung up on you. Your daughter hung up on you. How do you feel about that? That's actually pretty impressive. Guess what? They listened to their first podcast of ours last week because I said, hey, I played your playlist, Ruby. The poop one. And what did they think? So my kids are 11 and 8. They don't want to admit like, to laughing at anything to do with their dad. Right. They were stifling laughter. Oh, really? They oh, hearing yeah. their poop songs. You can't help but laugh when we get on these podcasts and just start riffing about poop and pee. And that and was appendixes. got a lot of messages. People said they would crank that in the car with their kids. Is the plural of appendixes appendi? I could call that doctor. <laughs> but who knows where that will lead? Who are you uh, now on uh, web exchange with this doctor? <laughs> hey, how's that appendix? Yeah, you see, I can be over there with my scalpel in five minutes. 
I'll just, but I'm not near a hospital. I'll come do it at your house. <laughs> do you have any towels? <laughs> Clean sheets? Be strange if Stoff had no towels. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to air dry himself. He's a big paper towel guy. Yeah, likes to dry himself. Uh, you know, just run around, dry himself. Have you Get ever dried yourself with a paper towel? Yeah, I think I have. Yeah, so I'm pretty fine. sure I have. In some situation, I'm, I'm quite certain that I've done that. <laughs> I've done it like while camping, I think. I, my daughter is like four, and so I have to bring her in to the bathroom with me if we're like at a mall or something. And I'm always like, don't touch anything. It's all disgusting. Everything's and, wet, yeah. And just like gross men's restrooms are disgusting. And then I go wash my hands, and I'm like, go to use the, the dryer, the hand dryer. She's like, no, no, that scares me. Don't do that. I'm like, well... <laughs> It's pretty loud. Just, I'm just going to have wet hands? She's like, yeah, wet hands. <laughs> so now I'm known as wet hands on right at the Eaton Center. Here comes old drippy hands. Hey, this is a big weekend coming up for the uh, the staff that works on Sports Center with Jay and Dan. Why is that, Dan? Oh, I know why it is. We are having our first ever outing. It's like a, a class trip. This is so exciting. And I'm actually amazed it's actually coming together. I know, because we kept just throwing it out there. We said, hey, let's go to the Argos home opener and then Arkell's concert. And we didn't want to do anything associated with organizing it. No. We, we just kind of willed it into existence. We wanted to send it out into the ether and hope it came to fruition naturally. What? It kind of did. Yeah. It kind of did. You're right. And um, we should also mention, and I think we might have mentioned this a while ago, originally, the Argo's home opener this Saturday was in the evening, and Arkells, over social media, appealed to the Argos and said, would you guys mind moving it to the afternoon? That takes balls. It was amazing, because they're also playing Hamilton, and, and Arkells are from Hamilton, and they did it. Like, it took a day. They're like, all right, we'll move it. And it's great, because we're going to go to that Argos game. We're going to be uh, sitting in, I'm assuming, uh, the MLSE luxury box we have a suite of some sort and we're going to be having food drink so we have right now nine people are confirmed maybe a few more for the game nine people for the concert there we go there's a few people who can't make it they've got things they you know one andrew zwarich one of our guys is going somewhere with with his girlfriend or something and another guy has to go to his buddy's engagement party as if that's as if that's a real thing yeah and then the, but the true ridiculous omission is producer Tim. Producer Tim is not attending <laughs> the game or the concert. Some people can do one or the other, not both. But producer Tim, he can, he's not doing And we're like, why? He's like, nah, don't want to. He just doesn't want to go. It's like going on a class trip and you have no chaperones and the teacher's not with you. And the teacher's just like, nah, I don't want to do it. He's like, well, my vacation starts Perfect day. way to kick it like, off. Like that's a great thing. You go to a, a great game. You you have free food. You go to a concert. You have a terrific time. We'll get bombed. I don't want no part of that. And the thing is, like, Tim is a huge um, Leaf fan, and and he loves watching hockey on Saturday. Well, there's no like even if you're like, no, I don't want to go out. I just want to stay home and watch hockey. Well, it's over. There's nothing on. CBC's probably playing Escape to Witch Mountain or something like that. <laughs> if it was in the same city in which he lives in, the concert and the football game, do you think he would attend then? I think it's the logistics of getting there than getting home. Yeah, maybe that's a part of it. But, I mean, live a little. It's not, it, we're talking a suburb of Toronto. I'm not, it, we're not asking him to come from Montreal. <laughs> He's so he still in the there. GTA, yeah, so he won't be Now, there. this past weekend, I surveyed the site. I went down there for some uh, some uh, taco festival. So, my wife, mm-hmm. she had an interesting point, because I told her that you went to a taco festival. I told her, my wife that you went to a taco festival, and she said, Dan doesn't like Mexican food. Why is he doing that? Yeah, there was no old El Paso booth, because I'm a big old El Paso fan. So... <laughs> hey, my friend Kate, you know Kate, Kate Patterson, um, she said, I got passes to this thing. I'm like, hey, let's do it. So we went to the Taco Fest. So uh, did it change your mind about Mexican food? I'm okay with tacos. I had some uh, 
I only had like four. We were going to see how many we could actually eat, but the lineups were long. And so oh, yeah. Those, that always happens with those those food festivals. Yeah. The lineups are out of control. And the same guys run these. They have a brunch one. They have like a, a poutine. It's They have them all summer long. It's brilliant. Yeah. Because you go there and you, you drink. Yeah, I guess so. But I'm with you. I'd rather just go to a restaurant but and pay money. Here's the thing. So... We were sitting there having a, uh, a beverage oh, and starting. Go on. We're looking around, and it's at Ontario Place. If you if you aren't from the region, then I can explain. Ontario Place is right on the water. It used to be an amusement park. Now it's an abandoned amusement park. It is, yeah. And because the water levels are so high in Lake Ontario, walkways are underwater. So it's an abandoned amusement park that is sinking into the lake. And we're standing there like, this is how horror movies start. Oh, man, that was... It's true. It's really a disaster. <laughs> and, and they keep trying to figure out what to do with it. It's like, just knock it all down and start over. The condo over. or something. Just knock the thing and down. And then the Budweiser stage where the concert is, is right there. It is essentially in an Ontario place. And I don't think that part... That's okay, right? Because it's kind of on a they hill a, almost. Yeah, it was above water. But uh, so we walk from, so BMO Field where the Argos and TFC play is basically down there. And we walk from there over to the Bud stage. Oh man, it's going to be great. Now here's the thing. I don't think we can all sit together because they're, the Arkells are taking care of our tickets, which is really cool. Very cool. But they, they're like, listen, we may have to split you guys up a little bit. So that's all right. So I feel like y- you should call dibs on who you want to sit with right now because there's probably a few people on our staff that you don't want any part of sitting next no, to. I don't even know who's going. We get along with everyone. I don't care. who. I just, as long as I get in the gate. What if it was just... What if Tim was like, all right, I'll go, but I have to sit next to Dan and it's just me and me and Dan. Uh, we'd, we'd find our seats and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get beverages and then i just wander around the whole concert. You wouldn't, you'd just leave him alone? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, really big line. Sorry. Sorry, uh, did you enjoy the concert? Big line. So we were discussing this. Um, I've only been to one concert there. And it I will was... let you try and guess it. Um, it. I know what it is, but maybe I'll let Stoff try You do it. know what it is? Yeah, okay. I do know what it is. So Stoff, this is like 10 to 12 years ago. This is on Budweiser stage? This Bud is a Bud stage. It, it is a band. And um, Can we the, say the people I was with got it on the second guess. Okay. That's not many clues. Kate, it's a Canadian. Band. I got Kate's right. Her concert she saw there. Another call from the girls. Ruby. Ruby, you're part of the podcast. Can now. I call you back? Yeah. Okay, I'll call you right back, okay? You want to sit and watch? You gotta be. I, I don't know. You gotta be good, quiet. I don't know if that's a good idea. Oh, we're guessing bands right now. I know, but what if I say something? That's okay. I gotta hang up because I probably will. Okay. Love you. Bye. Um, when she responded, she sounded like a cat. Like <laughs> <laughs> she's part cat. Uh, so Kate's band, I guessed. Um, okay, give me. A, let me try to guess hers. What? Give me a, one clue. A boy band. Oh, uh, Backstreet Boys. Nope. Damn, Boys to Men. Wow, Boys to Men. I don't think of them as a boy band. Well, it is all boys. Yeah, that's true. I guess they are a boy band, but they seem more talented than a boy. Band. That's what she said. She said, "But really good singers." Yeah, yeah. They seem like they're there because of their their voices. Uh, so stuff. You get one guess. Uh, I'm going to go with toilet bowl cleaners. <laughs> oh, that's a good guess. <laughs> I don't think they had. We listed a- their discography <laughs> last week, so fresh on the mind. It's Nickelback, right? That's right. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, Nickelback. Who opened for them? Do you remember? Oh, uh, I don't think I remember. Well, I, I don't remember. It's not, I don't think I remember. I just don't remember. I think the last band I saw there was Pixies. The Pixies. I think it's just Pixies. This is how you remind me. Boy. Yikes. By the way, speaking of cats, meow. I like to, when I get home at from our television show at 1.30 in the morning, 
I sit on my front stoop in my downtown Toronto house. I like to sit on the stoop at 1.30 in the morning. And pet all the stray cats? Well, this is the thing. I meow. sit there, and I'm just on my phone, and I just, like, chill out for a few seconds. Here, kitty, kitty. And, yeah, and then there are so many stray cats and so many raccoons. And then the other night, there's a little bush by our front steps. Bush. All of a sudden, a little skunk peeks out from there. Ooh. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you guys are scaring the out of me. Yeah. Go away, little animals. I've got so like a zoo in my front the yard. The cats and the skunks don't fight? The cat, they probably do, but they haven't done it in front of me right now. And then there was another little, like, a, like I think it was like a mongoose or something. <laughs> Came out the other day. I couldn't identify it. It was like... We don't have mongoose in It was Canada. like a long, kind of like, had a pointy nose. A possum. Yeah, it was possum. That's right. <laughs> it was, but I feel like it could have been a mongoose. Let me see what a mongoose looks like. Kind of like a possum? No. It looks like a monkey. Oh, okay. Well, I might have seen a monkey in my front yard. They call me old monkey yard. <laughs> and they're right. native uh, to mainland Africa. So that makes perfect <laughs> sense that maybe someone brought one over uh, in a carry-on bag and then let it out into my neighborhood in Little Italy. And so if, you're, if you see a mongoose... On College Street. You know, that's the one that's terrorizing me at night. <laughs> Before we get to our guest, can we play some clips? Uh, we're going to dive very deep into the Raptors victory parade. Yeah, uh, very quickly, our guest, longtime Raptors broadcaster, longtime CFL broadcaster, Rod Black. They played old clips of his today when he was at the, uh, the Blue Jays parade. I saw that. That was incredible. His mustache, magnificent. As uh, Leo said, he looked like a Chippendale dancer. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. He really did. So yeah, let's uh, let's play some some of these clips here. Now, um, the prime minister was there. Yep. He didn't get booed. No. Unlike uh, oh Doug Ford. Doug Ford. He heard it. Someone said it best though. Maybe some of those two million people who booed him might want to get out and vote <laughs> next time. Here's the thing. If you weren't watching, it wasn't like a boo. It was Always people vicious. put their backs into it. Yeah, it was vicious. And I knew it was coming because it's, it's Toronto. <laughs> His base is outside of Toronto. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was coming. So the prime minister, he got, a, he got applause. Um, and then he got into the, his prime minister trying to pump up the crowd. And, well, you, you be the judge. Do you hear this? But I got to say, this incredible win by this incredible team was so Canadian. It was done with sportsmanship, with elegance, with compassion, and mostly with incredible hard work. (laughs) So he's expecting they're going to go nuts when I finish this sentence. People are like... I mean, it wasn't bad at the end, but... When he said sportsmanship, I was like, "Oh boy, sportsmanship!" But uh, so that, that never one gets land- a crowd going in a parade. <laughs> that about our sportsmen? Everyone, mostly with incredible hard work. <laughs> so that one landed flat. Uh, then he he had another one where it landed just as flat. Do we have that? I didn't know we we're playing more than one Trudeau. <laughs> oh player. no, that's okay. That they were great. all like that. That was great. How about how about the um, speaking of parades? St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup, Dan. Yes, they did. Very exciting. Uh, ended a 52-year cup drought. Mm-hmm. And all throughout the postseason, Brett Hall has been bombed. Yes. Okay, he's been bombed through the whole cup final. And he's not trying to hide it. He's not. He's just, I mean, at the beginning of the game, he he's just bombed all day long. And not surprisingly, he was bombed at the parade in St. Louis. Instead of saying, let's go, Blues, we're going to say, we went, Blues! We went, Blues! (laughs) (laughs) Blues. Like, he's gone into, like, wrestler mode. Yeah, he did. Like when he introduced the, when he introduced the the, I don't know what he was doing before the anthem singers, 
few games before that. He's like, let's go. And, and they're, then, in, and they're then, in Vegas right now, too. And, and then they tried to pass him the mic that time, or he tried to grab the mic, and Bernie Federko's next to him. He's like, the greatest of all time, <laughs> Bernie Federko. Anyway. Um, that hey, stop. This mic stinks. That's Brian Hayes. It smells like pennies. That's Brian Hayes for sure. That microphone. Good old penny, Brian. Uh, I do have another Trudeau clip if we want to. Oh, oh okay, here we go. It. Okay. The diversity this team represents is that of the entire country, of the entire world. And what we saw here was the country coming together, and that's what we celebrate. Oh, that one didn't land at all. The last one sounded like the John Kennedy man on the moon clip. I wish they gave the mic uh, to Mark Gasol, because he was, he was having fun. He was chugging bottles of wine oh on the bus. Oh, my God. He was, he was uh, but he didn't living it up. I think, yeah, they, that was probably wise. And then uh, we got the Drake clip here. The Drake. After they, uh, after they won the title. Why Leonard bringing a chip to the city. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. Chips with the dip. I bet you he has chips and dip on that plane of his. Yeah. He didn't buy a jet. He bought like an Air Canada plane. Yeah, he did. He's got a lot of scratch. And then during the parade today, he was in the parade. He had his plane flying around Toronto so people could it see was. his plane. It was flying around. Yep. So you think, okay, he's got to, because you have to pay to like land at the airport. You have mm-hmm. to pay your pilots. You have to pay for gas. Yeah, the gas is the killer. So that. Must have cost minimum like, like having, ten thousand dollars. Like for having it. a boat. The pilots are like, well, you just want us to fly around up there? Yeah, go do it. Okay. He's been dreaming about this ever since they made him the special ambassador to the team, and then people were ridiculing him and the Drake curse and all that stuff. That's and other over. teams, that's over. Now people he's thought the he guy. Was, people thought he was going to sing today. Did he? Uh, did he raps? Did nope. he do some of his rap songs? Nope. He uh. just went up and talked. Yeah, I uh, I can be honest. I didn't I didn't watch any of it. Oh. I watched. I came in and I was like, yeah, parades. I just get I, they bore the f- out of me. Well, let's get into it with our guest. Let's give uh, Rod a call because if you watch the uh, the parade coverage, um, and we will talk about uh, the mayhem that happened during the event as well, uh, because we don't want to overlook that there was a shooting there and uh, there was a, a small stampede at the back of the Nathan Phillips Square. But the entire parade route, four kilometers, that's all it was, took uh, five hours? Yeah. and I There mean, was no barricade. It's, it's, it's um, kind of deceiving to, to put it in kilometers. I mean, it, it, was, a long, it was a long route. You know, yeah. like it was for, started the OVO practice facility and went all the way to Nathan Phillips Square, where the Toronto City Hall is. Um, yeah, no barricades is a problem. Yeah, the people were just... So they had this all mapped out forever, mm-hmm. apparently, right? For whether it's a Leafs parade or a Raptors parade, they had this this route mapped out, but they forgot the barricades. And then I guess the problem was people had been waiting there all night, all morning, yeah. and they said move back, and they're like, "I'm not moving." Yeah. So the people just wouldn't move. Yeah, I mean, I and that's their own fault, you know. Like they can't, they got to figure that out. They got to know that. Well, they'll know that for the next time. That the Raptors win an NBA title next year, where Rod Black will once again be our lead broadcaster on the broadcast. What a guy he is. He yes. joins us now. It's so terrific. You must be exhausted, my friend. How are you uh. feeling? <laughs> <laughs> will they, if they win next year, the parade route will be changed, correct? Boys, that was... Um... <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how to explain what I just saw. Um, first of all, can I swear? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Because right. Okay. You guys go first, though. Oh, in hell. <laughs> that was. <laughs> you know why? Why? Like, I love as you guys do because I. One thing I love you guys, and I love the we way love you, that buddy. you have passion and heart, and you're funny and all that. Yada yada. That day started so spectacularly. Yeah. It was special. It was um, it was unbelievable in the afternoon as we're getting ready. And then it got stupid. And then it got scary. Yeah. 
and it didn't have to be that way. Now, I, I know that some people are going, oh, no, 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 no. You know, still, it was a great celebration. It was a great celebration. We're very lucky, you guys, that we're sitting here right now. It could have been a lot worse. Like, from where we were sitting, the amount of people, this says everything about the Raptor fan. I think people, and I know you guys, you guys have been ballers along. You've, you've been loved the Raptors for such a long time, as we all have. And there is a, you know that there is a population that just loves this team like nothing else. Did they not see this coming? Did they not know? And I think it goes back to even sometimes even our executives. Like, did they not know that how popular this sport is? How popular <laughs> right. the Raptors are? <laughs> right. Like, are you, you, you don't, did it hit you in the head? All of a sudden they could win a title, first of all. And you're planning a parade based on 1993 Blueprint? Like, is, come on. Is that really what happened? They I don't know. I don't know, you guys, but I'm going to tell you. And I, our Toronto Police Services, I think, honestly, what I saw today did an amazing job. Yeah. I mean. Showing great restraint. But then to have it just unravel. Yeah. And it, it didn't have to. That parade went. Uh, that, that, okay. So the Raptors, I don't even know my, uh, my uh, prehistory, my prehistorics. But that was like a glacier that moved across. The city. Oh yeah, yes, it, it was, was so pain, slow. It was painful. Guys, and, I, and I don't want to be a, a party pooper because it was it was still unbelievable. Yeah, but it could have been so much better had yeah. it been so much faster. And 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 it, it, it honestly, if they do this again, at least I, I would assume they would make it better for people. Like they didn't have enough screens. They didn't have enough room. <laughs> You know, the feed went down. All of those things, and people still didn't care because they love their team yeah. so much. Yeah, and they were there, and they were just happy to be there. And then, then a couple of lunatics discharged firearms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I okay, so were, were you guys there? No, we were not. No, no. Okay, so we're up there on that um, catwalk thing near City Hall. It was great. Like, we're watching it, and now we're all still getting, like, a little pissed because, you know, it's taken so long. Like, seriously. 24 years to win a championship, 24 hours to have a parade. Like, come on. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Give me a break. So we're sitting there, and I saw the stampede. And I, it, in the back of my head, I'm sure you guys thought about it. Everybody has. We live in a world now you've got to be careful. And we, we saw it with the Boston Marathon. We saw it with Vegas. We saw it with all these things. And they're, 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 they're crazy. They're kooks out there. Yep. They're dangerous people out there. You have to be careful. When I saw that stampede immediately I'm thinking about that. Now, there are snipers up near us. The, the prime minister's there. You know, like we have the, the SWAT teams there. Immediately, I, locked, I looked at that guy, and his, his gun was pointing to, like, the high buildings, he, he, you know, because they're right. looking to where to go. Right. You know, how could people in their, in their right minds want to disrupt something that was so beautiful and joyous and glorious? I just don't get evil in people. Well, and and there's just so many people there. You know, even we're, we're not talking about the United States. We don't have the same gun laws, no, the no. same access to, but, to firearms. But Jay, we still have freaking guns in the streets. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's, like what's with people? Like come on. Yeah. It's it's Couldn't really unfortunate. And and it, like you said, it puts such a. Da- I mean, there was a damper on the day just based on what you're talking about. On the, the delay. Way, but you know what? Right. We would have got through the delay. We yeah. would have got through that. You guys. Yeah. Yeah, we for sure. Said, oh, that's just us. We're Canadian. We're like, oh, sorry. I mean, I yes. don't. I don't mean to like sugarcoat it, Rob. But like, can you like? It's almost not saying it's it's fine because nobody died. But can you imagine if if people had actually been killed? Hey, if one person had died today, oh my that god, that whole day is not worth it. Yeah, no, not at all. Exactly. That whole day is not worth it. Yeah, I don't care what anybody says. That's not worth it. And we don't even know. Like, I mean, there were people that re- were being resuscitated out there. Yeah. I looked down below. They were crammed in there, guys, like sardines. Yeah. And, you know, they, uh, and they're, they're such wonderful fans. Like, they're crammed, and they're looking up at Jack and Sam and Leo and I. They're, they're high-fiving us and giving yeah. us, like, props and, you know, taking pictures. And I'm going, like, those poor souls, they're the, they are the purest fans you'll ever see. There are people, guys, that came across the country. And, again, I, I know we're kind of, like, dulling the party a little bit but but you know something has to be done like that stuff that was poorly that was poorly planned i don't want those guys uh planning a bar mitzvah yeah like whoever put that on yeah like seriously so in hindsight now i guess the staging location of the actual ceremony that's way too small for the that amount yeah, of people I, oh, but totally where could damn. you where could you have it maybe so, where the know, parade it, started at the yeah, cne grounds I, yeah 
Well, here's what I think. You know what? Based on what we had today and in our world, in our stupid world that we live in, you probably can't do what you did today again. Right? Could you do yeah. it at like they did, like the Jays did? Could you do it in Skydome? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And yeah. then that way you got metal well, detectors. Yeah, controlled. And, or yeah. how about this one? I think what they should have done, they're at OVO, right? Have a very small parade and take it to BMO Field. Yes. So the, yeah. the 20,000, maybe let's say get 30. But then there's enough screens, which they didn't have enough screens, have enough screens to have that fill that whole parking lot. Yeah. And washroom facilities. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, how about the washroom? So you guys, you probably don't know this. They had porta potties down below. Us. Oh, they did. We were wondering about that. Yeah. Okay. So they have porta they have porta potties everywhere. But the people below us were crammed in. I don't know how you an alcove, <laughs> and they can't even see anything. They can't see a screen, and they're just they just, all they want to do, guys. This is the saddest thing in my mind. All they want to do is just be there. Yeah, that's they, right. They just want to they say they were there. Want to experience the moment now. So now, but then they get a bright idea, huh? Let's jump on top of the port of party. Oh, no. And I love the Toronto Police Services. Instead of, you know, at first the guys were getting to get down, they let them up and they let them onto the other catwalk. So now it's like a chase to get on the port of potties. But then the classic was the port of potties are caving in. And one guy, I'm sure, was taking a crap. (laughs) (laughs) Boys, the port of potty caves in. Sam and I, you know, Sam, God, God. (laughs) And and, and then later, of course, when the shooting happened, I got to tell you, it was scary, man. And I had my daughter there with her friends and my son. And, you know, we just want to experience the moment. And everybody on the catwalk, we were ducking. it, It was basically that you know, uh, a gun incident uh, uh, emergency uh, procedure. We all had dock and go down, right? Everybody on the catwalk. It was crazy. And we're thinking, what is this? Is this a sniper above? Is this a terrorist attack? You're the only person, (laughs) the only, and I don't want to make light of it, but the only person who was standing up, guess who it was? Oh, Jack? Jack? No, it was Jack. No, Jack, no. (laughs) No, Jack should have. Sam. Yeah, Sam. (laughs) Sam goes, gosh. This is every day in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's no, the guy, thing. I don't know. I We're mean, just not used to it, you know? Yeah, it was, oh, man, it just could have been so good. I've never seen so many people with so much love yeah. in the streets uh, who are so inconvenienced. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's supposed to be, a, like you said, it's supposed to be yeah. a joyous occasion. Yeah. And hey, we should be, guys, I'm honored to be on your podcast, first of all. I would love to be talking about, you know, the great Raptor win and all of yeah. those other things. But, you know, this kind of really sullies that. And, hey, I, I, I pray for the people who, who, you know, were victims in this. And, you know, I, I don't know if it was related to the parade. It could be something completely. By the way, I don't know if you guys knew this. There were two other stabbings. Yeah, at the, at the Eaton Center. At the Eaton Center, yeah. Like, try to tell me that that was not unre- not related. Like, yeah. I mean, there's so many people. You get that many people in one area. Like crammed said, in, crammed I was, in there. I was, uh, I just said to the guys earlier, I said, you know, this, this had, I hope this doesn't get scary. Yeah. And this, you know, the, the problem was, too, the delay. Yeah, that's the right. Delay made in, it and worse. people, people waiting were getting in the cranky. Yeah. yeah, people get tired. Got, they're hungry. You got ball sauce going on. Yeah, ball <laughs> sauce is happening. And you know, you mentioned the porta potties. Like, if you have a spot at the front, you're not going to leave. Like, you're just going to sweat it out or just pee. You're not going to leave and plan like, to get what, back what did they through do? it. Like seriously, what do those? Do they have catheters? Like I, I have. I think no. they sweated it out. I think yeah. it's like they like I was have. saying. It was like when you golf rod and yeah. you have six beers, but it's yeah. forty degrees, and yeah. you're like, I haven't peed. It's more on hole yeah. seventeen. Where you're just you're sweating right. it out. Yeah, I, you know what? I you know what's really cool though. I will tell you. I thought made my day. So I came back and I, I was kind of really like, I was a little ornery, like because it, it was such a good day, and I'm thinking, man, why does some does this have to happen like that? And I, um, I'm, I'm seeing this family and get my car, which was being valeted. And it was like, like an hour. This great valet guy actually took us down the, the street and we were able to get it out and it didn't take that long, but I, I met this family, you know, and they, and everybody's a Raptor fan. You guys get it all the time. You know, they want to take your selfies and pictures and you just love them. And they, these people are from Maple and it's a young family. And, and I just, I, I'm looking at the kids and I'm, I'm just hoping that they weren't involved. And all those people did is they, they rented a room at the Sheridan. And I, I think it was husband and wife, and I think they had like three kids under the age of six. Wow! And I'm just imagining, could you imagine being in that? Oh and I'm, my I, I, I didn't God! Even, and I'm, I'm sorry, but you know what they did? 
they just stayed in their room because they looked down and they watched it and watched it on TV and it didn't affect them. Yeah. And I thought, you know, that's so cool because, and they were so happy. And you oh, know, yeah, they again, were there. They still experienced they were there. it. Hey, by the way, that was the whole thing. That whole day, the two and a half, like, like two million or whatever, as Donald Trump said, it was 30 million. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if whoever was there, boys, all they wanted to do was be there. Yeah, that's right. They just wanted to stay there. And, and this, the crowd comparison, I remember I skipped to school with my friends for uh, the Jays Parade in 92, and we drove up. I parked downtown, drove up from Peterborough. We walked over. We were high-fiving players driving by because they Isn't were all in cool? convertibles. The, there was no comparison the crowd size. And that's, I think that, I don't know what you guys think, but isn't that control? I think, I'm not blaming Toronto Police Services because they just, they're there to just enforce. How, how could you not think that out through? Like, and beyond that, like, they had the people so close to those those cars, those double-decker buses. What if, like, somebody got crushed in there? Oh, I know. Like, I know. I, like, we're so I, lucky I, I, I nobody died. I honestly think that something very, very, very bad could have happened today. Oh, it absolutely could have. I mean, yeah, we avoided, like, total disaster. We really did. Let's lighten it up. I want yeah. to ask you a quick All question. Right. Let I want to ask you about the, the big victory, and, and you were part of it, and you've been mm-hmm. a part of it for so many years. But the real thing I want to ask you about first, Rod, mm-hmm. you you do the broadcast of Game mm-hmm. Six in Oakland. You mm-hmm. just crush it. You do. You know we're on. We're hosting the post game from Toronto. We're throwing it to you guys. You're doing mm-hmm. such a great job. And then I go to tune in the CFL <laughs> game in Edmonton the next night. I'm like, I said it to my wife, I'm like, uh, yeah, let's watch a little CFL. And you're on the call of the yeah. CFL <laughs> no, game. That, that, no, that wasn't me. That was Rod White. What? <laughs> what? How is? How? Yeah. How did that happen? Well, you know, I'm, a, I'm not that smart. And um, <laughs> did you agree? You know, what honestly, did they say hey, to you? I, like, guys, you know, I, I just love doing games, and I even said to our guy, our beloved PG, uh, Paul Graham, I said, I, I honestly thought they they'd win in five. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Graham is our, our head of production here at TSA. I, I screwed that up, boys. Yeah, and I, I like. I were you just on fumes? You didn't seem oh, like yeah. you were. Hey, though. You know what, boys? It's incredible what happens when you take about seven Red Bulls. I was like the Brett Laurie of broadcasting. <laughs> but no, you know, you know what's even crazier? So we do the game, uh, we do the post game on, uh, I guess that's Thursday, and then we do an hour. I, I didn't even know about this thing, this Raptor podcast thing that Leo and Jack do. Oh, for NBA Dwayne TV. Watch. Yeah, I, yes. did, and I, I didn't know anything about it, but I thought, Leo said, come on up, come with us, because we had nowhere to go. Uh, do it, and they, they got like, they, they serve us drinks. I said, okay, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm in. So we go on the air, and uh, we do that for like an hour, and Matt came on. It was really cool, because it was all the broadcasters, and we had a ball. And we, we, I will admit, we, we, I think we were pretty, pretty inebriated at that time. <laughs> and, and, and Jacko, by the way, let go an F-bomb right on the air. I I, I, is, is air uh, internet? That no, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, so anyway, so then I get out of there. Then we go to the team party, which is at the Epic Restaurant, which, by the way, they uh, had booked anyways, and if they would have lost $100,000, it's because you have to book it, right? Wow. Uh, they lost if they go to Game 7. So it was cool. But then I'm looking at my clock, and I've had a couple of bubblies, and then I'm going, oh, man. I said, Leo, um, dude, I got to go here. I got a flight in the morning. I got to go to Edmonton. He goes, what? Yeah, I'm doing a game. <laughs> But here's the other thing. No, I take it very. I'm, I don't want to take it lightly, and I think you guys know me enough. Is that I'm not going to do a game like cold. I, I mean, one of the great things about the NBA, like they have like uh, two weeks between each game. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I could Took do a, a long time. And, and, you know, That's oh yeah. So, so you could do some CFL prep while you're waiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like right. you know, come on. Okay, go okay, next week, uh, but, and we're gonna have game seven in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, but so, you know, so that's that helped out a lot. But yeah, that was a little crazy. But I'm glad I did it because it turned out to be a great game. The crazier one was the fact that <laughs> Dwayne and I got in a plane the next day, and I went and did Vancouver. That was even crazier. Oh my gosh! And are, then it's, it's nuts. <laughs> are there direct flights from San Francisco to Edmonton? So yes, there are. Wow. I was the only only one. And good thing I good thing I left that party at the, that time. I would not have made that flight. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know what? It was really cool as being on all the flights this week. Is there? I, I don't think we get in Toronto. I mean, we understand how big the Raptors are, and they are big, man. They are. I still think they're just a shade now, just a shade under the Maple Leafs, the love for them. But they're so big. 
but across Canada, like the people yeah. on the on the airplanes and, and multicultural and diverse. You know, you'd sit in your seat and they come by and, you know, all I want to do is sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up next to a guy who was a Raptor fan and went through like every year that the Raptors were. Right. <laughs> but I loved it. It was so, you know, that, that this whole run, and, and you guys have been, by the way, it's just not us. You guys have been on the air every single day too. This seven, I think it's 70 days. This run has been so freaking unbelievable. Um, we're not players. We're broadcasters. We're observers. But to observe what we just saw, you guys, to, to the roller coaster, by the way, of good and bad, actually permeated into the parade today. Right. Yeah, it, it kind of did, didn't well, it? Well, you, you saw the wear and tear of the, the postseason as soon as they won game six and you saw Kawhi Leonard walking around because he's like, I don't have to play anymore. So he didn't have to mask his injury. He looked like an old man walking. Yeah, he did. He did. And by the way, I sat with his mom in the in the party. I, I just was with her for a briefly, brief few moments. His mom is such a nice lady. His mom is such a wonderful person. And you get an idea of where Kawhi comes from. Yeah. But, you know, you also get an idea of his journey. Like, think about what he's got, his personality. I don't know how many times you guys have interviewed him. People always kind of go, who is this dude? Yeah. We're starting to see, we're starting to see more. Like, he really, um, once the, the, once that, um, once that they won it from from his shoulder, yeah, yeah, you know, well, like I loved him in the pre. I loved him today. I loved. He's a different. He's a. Fu- he is a fun guy. Yeah, he 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 was probably one of the highlights of the parade today. Just oh, yeah. hearing and, and post game too, Dan. Yeah, like mm-hmm. and, and Jay. You know what? He he. Um, he was a different person. There's a personality beneath that cyborgism of his. Yeah, and no, what's your absolutely. feel? You guys discussed it during the yeah. parade. What's your feel? You think you he's gone? Uh, this is just for you guys. Um, so Uncle Dennis, who's been around the team a long yep, time. Yeah, yeah. Now we're talking and about Kawhi, Kawhi's like Uncle guy. Dennis. This, yeah, yeah, this guy's yeah. a good dude. We, we've sat with him a few times and had a few brewskis with him. Um, and, and Leo always turns into Tourism Toronto and tries to sell him. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And he goes, and sometimes, you know, Dennis would go, well, I love, no, we, like he goes, I, I love Toronto. We love Toronto. Yeah. So it's. But Dennis came up to us the other night and he goes, it's been really nice getting to know you guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I think, Rod, honestly, there's been subtle things. Yeah. Everyone's picking every little piece of language. Like, you know, and, and when he won the title and said, I want to know what have, you guys think. Well, he said they have something to build on next year. That was a, that was yeah. a big tell. I think I've always felt like, in my mind, he's always wanted to go home. I, he's an L.A. Yeah, guy, and, right. and I just have yeah. always felt like yeah, he's a family I, I guy. And and he's always wanted to play at home, and I think he was very skeptical about coming here. But I think he's loved the experience. Yeah, I think it's it's actually hard for him. I don't think it's an easy decision. And by the way, I hope I am one hundred percent wrong about all of this. Yeah, I, I do too. And he goes out because you know what? I like I like him to start planning the parade for next year. Yeah, and make it a lot better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. but you know, he's um, he's a. I think he's a complicated individual. I, I because think about his his past, right? Yeah, fourteen years old or fifteen. His dad gets gunned down in front of a car wash in Compton. Yeah, it's and if you crazy. look at the video and the pictures beforehand, the Kawhi Leonard you saw before his dad's death and the Kawhi Leonard after were considerably different. And I yeah. think that, hey, how how can how that can not? it not be? How, how oh can no, it not? yeah. But and I think he has a hard time trusting people. Yeah. But I think also, I know this guy loves to be loved, and uh, this city, this country, could not show him more love. Uh, and Alex McKechnie, the director of sports science, has shown him so much love and has maybe even resurrected his career here. So there are a lot of things, you guys, that, that also point to the fact that, you know, you should stay. But, you know, I, a lot of stuff happened this week, like the Kevin Durant injury, yeah. the Clay Thompson injury, all the special Ks. This is the K class, right? All the Ks that are free agents. And then the Lakers go and sign Anthony Davis. Yeah. You know, or trade for Anthony Davis. Yeah. It's like, if you're Kawhi Leonard, why would you go to the L.A. Clippers? First of all, he can't go to the Lakers. He's not going there unless they trade LeBron. And if they trade LeBron, they can't trade him to the West. So where do they trade him? Maybe here. That's, all, that's, that's a little thing for you to, 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 to chew on, but I don't think it'll happen. Yeah, I don't. But I, he's not going to the Clippers. You're a JV guy, right? You're not going to compete with the Lakers now. Well, you never will. I, I mean, having been there, the Clippers will never be 
the Lakers. They just ever. won't ever. Ever. And but, maybe he but wants that because the spotlight say, is too big here. Yeah, he I almost wonder to, if that works in the Clippers' favor. Yes, exactly. Yeah, maybe. You know, I think, and also Doc Rivers is a coach that everyone really likes to play for. Great dude. You know, so I, I think that's a serious threat. And there are so many stars in L.A. Yeah. that he can just go about his own business yeah, he here. Can coast. Maybe. Here he... He's Kawhi. He's the king of the North here. Yeah. yeah. It's hard He's, to say. I, again, I, don't, I, I thought at this point, I honestly thought the needle was moving to 80-20 because I thought at the beginning of the year it was 20-80. Yeah. So I guess I'm probably at 50-50. Well, and, I, and the but, other thing, Rod, like there's that, that theory too, yeah, maybe he signs for, like today he apparently said when they were chanting one more year or one more five year to, more, yeah. or five more years. He said just one or something like that. So maybe, you know, there's also that theory, yeah. like maybe he does a one year deal, maybe he does a two year deal and then goes back. And if he loved the spotlight, he would have announced something on stage today, but he's not yeah. that type of guy because that, the place would have, the, the like, place would have lost their sh- Yeah. You would hint, wouldn't you? Like, could there be just a cryptic hint that you might love it in Toronto? Yeah. Never. And that love today, like, could you have more love? That, that was by the way, the greatest parade, it was the longest, but the greatest <laughs> love-in for any sports team in the history. I can't think of any parade that was better than that. Yeah. No, it, it was... But There was so many know, things man. about the parade that, that could have made it the greatest yeah. parade ever, you know? Yeah, was, for sure. It was, it was, it was way set too up. long, man. Yeah. Could way you too just, long. I don't know. We have a Santa Claus parade in Toronto every year. <laughs> Couldn't they... I get think those they go, guys. They go straight down Young Street, right? And it's, and it's like a bullet pass, and all people want to get are candy canes. Yeah. Santa. Yeah. You, you tell everyone, well, you have your barricades. Everyone just stands on the sidewalks <laughs> on Young Street. Young Street's the longest street in the world. You start... There's no slowing down. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. You just take parade. it straight Finish. up there. There should be up. no oh. turns in a parade. Up. You go from Lakeshore to Steeles, and it's over. It's okay, over there. Boys, You're done. How far? I don't know if you guys are probably in front of the computer. How far is OVO Center to Nathan Phillips Square? I'm, I'm going to say maximum 7K. Yeah, I think Dan I, said it was four. It was four kilometers. Yeah. I, four, I read. Yeah. Four, four kilometers yeah. in three hours? Yeah, it's like Are you a mess. kidding me? It was a mess. A snail goes faster than that. No, not even three hours. That was, they took them five. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. That's right. They were delayed three hours. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's, 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 that's craziness. I I, th- I think the bottom line is the the guy who really won the parade today, Marcus Hall. He was having the most oh, fun. Yes, I gosh. wanted him to get the microphone. You know when they won't give a man the microphone <laughs> and he's won a title that he probably should just sit that out. Oh my gosh, he was just lit. And by the way, one of the nicest, nicest men and a great, great, great charity guy. You just look it up. I don't even have to tell you guys how much he's done. And and by the way. And I love Jonas Valanciunas. We all do. I mean, he was, he's, he's one of the nicest guys I've met in Toronto sport. But if they don't make that trade, guys, I'm still not convinced that the Raptors are here, even it, with Kawhi. It was the Marcus final piece Sol, of the puzzle. It yeah, was. Marcus Saul was huge in that yeah. mm-hmm. high pick and roll. People, you don't have to score Marcus Saul. No. You know, by the way, I think you and the, the three of us can outjump Marcus Saul easily. He is not the scorer he once was, and he didn't have to be. But what he brought, the intangibles, the just the defense, the passing out of the post, it was like a thing of beauty. Yeah. And he also, you could just tell, Lowry kind of talked about it, I think, to you guys afterward. Mm. He just, uh, there was almost like a steadying presence. He was, mm-hmm. he was a guy who just came with so much experience, and they respected him right away, and he just fit in beautifully. And then he partied at the parade, and man, he was—he's oh he's a legend. He's a rapper yeah. legend oh forever. I thought, you know what? He's going to be sponsored by Betty Ford next year. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved how, uh, when Danny Green got the mic. Uh, how he? What was with Danny Green's mohawk, by the way? Oh yeah. Oh, I loved it. Fresh new. But he almost sounded Canadian because he was bashing himself. He's like, you know, I didn't score that much. And I didn't play that well. I probably annoyed you guys because I tried to be a player coach all yeah. year. And I'm like, Danny Green. He's yeah. Canadian. No, he's, great, great, he's great dude. Yeah. Great, great, great dude. Great bunch of guys. Uh, by the way, guys, you know what? That I, I'm going to tell you something. The Toronto Raptors won the NBA title this year. Yeah, because of Kawhi. Hey, we're not sitting here. Let's, 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 no bones about it. We're, we're not sitting here talking about this if they don't have Kawhi. But then you had to become this team of great, great dudes. And I'm going to tell you, one of the greatest dudes, and not a lot of people in the, in the media get it, and a lot of people in the public got it, the greatest dude on that team is Kyle Lowry. 
Mm-hmm. And that he, guy, boy, he loved you guys, Rod, in that post game. He's a great guy. Yeah, he, yeah you could tell he just likes you guys. He is a great, great guy, though, you guys. And, like, he gets a lot of heat, and, you know, he, he has his moments. But the things that he does, you know what I love about him? Did you see when they – that him, my lasting image of today, beyond all the stupid that went on. Am I, can I still swear? Oh, yes. Big oh, yeah, time. I'll take it. Uh, okay, beyond all that that went on was when he hoisted that trophy and just lifted it up from the bottom end. Yeah, it was cool. But did you see who he had beside him? His kids. His kids. Yeah. His oh, kids. yeah, both of them. He made sure. And Cameron and Carter, he's such a great dad, and that's what I love about the dude. And his wife is just the greatest lady. But the thing about Kyle, from when he, where he came from, I remember the day interviewing him in, I, can't, I want to say Cleveland or Detroit, the, the day that they traded Jose Calderon, who was a fan favorite. But it, there was a glimmer in his eye because he was a platoon guy, that this was now his team. Mm -hmm. And from that day forward, he has become that leader, that guy. Even when they tried to trade him to the Knicks, thank goodness. We're not here talking today. If they they trade him to the Knicks, we're not even talking about that because he is such a glue guy. He is so unselfish. Well, and loyal, Uh, right? I mean, he was so loyal to DeRozan. That guy's ass has to be like the most muscular ass in the world. (laughs) He's got. Um, he's got a hockey player's ass. I kind of like, like Sidney Crosby ass. <laughs> yeah, he's got yeah. a Sidney Crosby body. Yeah, but he's such a good guy, and I've got really got to know him through the years. And yeah, he knows that. Hey, we're, 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 you know, we 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 broadcast with the team, but he knows that he's going to get his criticism, but he'll come back at you. And I love that about. I love that about the guy. When you guys and, were uh, uh, think, were were doing that post game interview, Rod and mm-hmm. and uh, Chris Bosch was handing you all. Coors Lights and <laughs> yeah, wasn't that classic? He was just started by Maddie Devlin, by the way. Yeah, I just loved that. I just I thought, yeah. and, and you could just tell the way he was talking to you, and even you know the way he was talking to Jack. You could just tell he yeah. had genuine affection for you guys, yeah, and because you had been there man. the whole time that he had been there, and and it was like this is all coming full circle. This is amazing because they they were showing. Clips of you today, of course, at the Jays uh, when the Jays won the World Did Series. Did they really have to do that? Beautiful my, that mustache. Was just before my porn career started. Oh man, that was. Well, that was didn't a Leo dash. say you look like a uh, Chip and Dale dancer? <laughs> yeah. Well, if they saw me dance, that would not be true. But I tried. <laughs> I tried a, a porn career. I was actually going to be that a, a jockey or a gigolo. You know, you could have done sure either. For one too long for the other. You could. You could have done either. You really could have. But yeah. but I, I. It's amazing how this has all come together. You know, in, in the end, and you've been there the whole way. I. It yeah. must be very gratifying for you. Yeah, you know, it's not. It's it's hard not to get sentimental. I I, I did a thing with Open Gym the other day, and I almost regretted it because, and I I never really get emotional with this stuff. But I, I, I like my the, the, the tears started flowing. And I'm going, hey, I'm a broadcaster. You know, Jeff Lindicio and those guys are great. They do such great work, and they're asking me, and I, and I really felt for Leo. You know, like here's a guy who's. It was the superstar before everybody. And he's, yeah. he's become like my best friend through the years. It's like, oh my God. You know, like for, for that guy to go to the Philadelphia 76ers in 83, to be the number one pick, you know, of, of that team, world champion, it, it actually hurt him to be on that team, 17th overall. And to watch it, for, for, think about Leo, who's watched it now again. He hasn't aged one bit since no, that, it's insane. that bastard. It is insane. <laughs> but he's, he's, he's a king of Botox. <laughs> but, but, but to think that he's gone all that way, and I, it's great for me and all you guys. You guys, everybody's done, you know, we've, we, we have longevity. But I just think about those opening games oh, and yeah. for Leo to be there every single time. Like, I do the games, but we don't do all of them. To be there, to, to have the, the pitfalls and still be that ultimate, ultimate coach and cheerleader for Canadian basketball. He's and the most positive gets, guy. Gets gets to me more than anything is how far this game has come since that those games in the Sky Dome. Yeah, yes. you know, oh, I know. And how about the story about how his parents met and how they they oh my god immigrated to Canada? There's a great article oh. in the Athletic by our friend Sean yeah. Fitzgerald. The 20 questions with yeah. Leo. I never knew that story. Isn't that incredible? I didn't even know it. And like again, he's my he's my he's my bro. I was like, you know, we've. We were the old married couple. We're with the guys on the Muppets, Waldorf and uh, whatever uh, they got. Stat- Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. That's who we are. We yeah. sit in the corner of the, the, the Scotiabank Arena, and we just do our stuff. But to, 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 to think about his story, I really, out of anybody 
you know, I, I think about Isaiah and I think about the Bittell family and the, the Raptor mascot and Herbie and all that. I think about Leo because he's been there since the beginning and he has always been this guy who helped promote the game. And uh, that, that to me, and I watched him today and he, he soaks it in and, you know, yeah. I, I can see his eyes glisten a little bit. But <laughs> I really, I really, I really love the guy so much. Well, and that, Sam, and Sam Mitchell pointed it out. He said Leo and Jack. He was talking to me like you guys taught Canada about basketball. Yeah, yeah, it is true. And also, Leo, his eyes were probably welling up because he was thinking that very soon he was going to be basking in the Florida sun. <laughs> and and well, that's his, that's when guys, he's his happiest. My eyes, you guys know this story. I sound like hang, actually. Hang on a second. I'm sounding like Sam Mitchell. You know this. <laughs> You guys know this. Uh, my eyes are usually glistening because Leo has. I love the guy like a brother, but the dude has the worst calves ever. He farts like it's nothing. <laughs> like it's, they're like ballistic missiles, oh, and he no. doesn't. But when Sam first worked with us, and, and Leo was being very nice to Sam, and then he, but the second game he dropped one of them in the studio, just a bomb. And, and that's what I love about Sam. He's so off the cuff. He comes back on a break. And he pulls a Lysol can out and puts it on the set and starts spraying around Leo's crotch. <laughs> but he, he didn't have got, a match. Got, guys, next time you guys do one of those things with him, seriously, just tell him about his uh, his gas. I, you know what? I will, because I love that that subject is one of my favorite subjects. So I will bring that up with him. Yeah, he's a farter. He's a fartist. Marshall fartist. <laughs> uh, Rod Black, we're going to let you go and rest up because you've had a very long day and a long week. Are you back um, doing CFL this week? Yeah. Wow. Are you doing well, the Argos you know, you know, game? So I, I'm actually leaving for Edmonton for the day tomorrow because I, I do a a gala every year, the Order of Hockey in Canada, which is dear, near and dear to my heart. Then I'm coming home. Hey, are you calling the days. Argos game Joe Saturday? Carter, Joe Carter uh, golf tournament. Joe Carter coming back. Isn't that crazy? That wow. uh, That's 93. And then I'm going back to Edmonton, and I got the game Friday night in Edmonton. So wow. no rest for the wicked. Uh, I, if, if, if you guys don't hear from me next week, uh, I am probably a corpse by that point. <laughs> I, I'll just assume that you're poolside with Leo at his palatial Florida state. Oh, yeah. We all got to, you know what? I think that uh, we, we have to have a force in one of those days. If we don't do it there, I think the best foursome that I could play golf with would be Leo and you two. And oh, wow. it's not because of our golf, but when Leo plays golf, he cheats like like Donald Trump. Yeah. And he and he brings a blender in his bag. <laughs> Winter. Win, win, we, it's always winter hole, rules with Leo. Yeah, fifth hole, we are done. <laughs> you're, it's an a amazing, deal. you're an amazing man. I, you're so kind to come on the on the podcast with us. Hey, on, boys, I am I'm honored to be on with you. And you know what? I, I and I I know we started it like on that 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 bad tone, and I no, hope it no, doesn't no. get it worse was, over the next couple hours. I, I, honestly, that, that was good and, and everything. But you know what? This is a time for all of us to just party, like yeah. to, it, to celebrate. What a great time to be Canadian. What a great time to be alive. It, it's it's so sure true. Is. It's so true. Well said. Couldn't have said it better. Rod Black, thank you, my friend. And uh, and stay safe in your travels out to uh, my home province. Yeah, I love your home province. They named it after you, didn't they? They did. All right. See you, boys. <laughs> See you, buddy. Take care. Yep. Hey, Rod. Uh, yeah, what a legend. He worked all day. He was down at Nathan Phillips Square from 9 a.m. till about 6 p.m. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just a good dude, and um, I think that's the I, first I, time he's been on this. It, it was, and I, you know, I understand his frustration. I actually really appreciated his his candor and passion about the situation today, um, because yeah, it is it is kind of infuriating that aside from the shooting, which is just something that you can't control and is obviously infuriating in itself, but but. The fact that it was that poorly organized is is sort of a, a damper on things. Uh, but uh, you know what? It, the good news is it's a story now. You'll just tell like you remember that horrible parade? Like it was a gong show. You know who's sitting back and smiling? The Santa Claus parade. Organizer. Oh, they're, well, they're that's, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, why didn't they go to them? They're like, what do we do here? Seriously? Yeah. There's no issues with. Yeah. It. And then there are a lot why of people. Go to Obviously, those people. Not the same amount of people, but still. It's a successful parade. They've got the the basics. <laughs> yes. They've got the basics down. They probably could have helped anyway. Uh, They've this got has been Santa. Fun. Hey, very quickly before we go, because we know we have to go, just a reminder, tickets to our 10th anniversary Western Canadian Tour this fall. 
Just going to go over the dates and the venues. You can get tickets where you always get tickets to these venues, or you can go to eventbrite.ca. All one word, eventbrite.ca. September the 20th, Victoria, B.C. at the McPherson Playhouse, right downtown near Chinatown, gorgeous theater. September the 21st, that's the next evening in Vancouver at the Vogue Theater. Beautiful. We'd love to see you guys there. Then in October, the Alberta dates. Calgary on the 4th at the Bella Concert Hall, I believe. That is at the Mount Royal College campus. And then October the 5th in Edmonton at the Meyer Horowitz Theater. Legendary spot. Then in November, we're in Saskatchewan on Saskatoon, November the 1st at the Broadway Theater, right on Broadway. And that one is almost sold out, actually. So if you're interested in joining us, Please do. Actually, Dan, allow me. It's 90% sold out, though. And then... So fired up. And then November the 2nd, Winnipeg at the Garrick. Dan, can I just read a very... I'm so glad I remember this. Um, Okay, here we go. This is... Hear this. Hey, man, huge fan of the pod and SC. I have a bit of a dilemma. Maybe you could give me some advice. I live in Medicine Hat, Alberta. I'm dying to come to the Saskatoon show, but I can't find anyone to go with. Work friends? No. Regular friends? No. Wife? Big ol' No. (laughs) The rest of my friends and fam are in Ontario and have no real drive to come to the prairies in November. Should I go alone? Seems like it might be a bit odd. Single dude sitting alone at your show. Maybe I could buy a ticket and hope there's a big group nearby and I could just attach onto them like one of those little fish that attaches to sharks. Come on, it'll be fun. Anyway, just wanted to see if you had any advice and to say I'm a huge fan of the pod. Solo pods are the way to go for the summer, I think. Maybe more of stuff. Sure, why not? That dude's drops are on point. Keep Ben Teller's time to a minimum. So he's on Dan's Dan's team there. Anyway, keep up the good work. Love what you guys are doing. Well, here's what I have to say. This man is an average carpenter is his his Instagram (laughs) handle. An average carpenter. Absolutely. Buy that solo ticket. And uh, we will make sure that you have a terrific time. We we guarantee you'll have a good time. I go places solo all the time. I think it's fun, personally. I love traveling by myself and all that. But I think, it, think of it as an adventure. If you've never done that before, never gone on a solo trip, gone to a solo show, just know you're with like-minded people. Like, all the fans of the right. podcast are, are all... It's not like you're going to a band you've never heard any of their songs. Yeah, you're, you're like, oh, I'll give this band a shot. If I can recommend, uh, there's, uh, there's three great hotels there. There's, uh, there's of course, the Delta Besbro. Um, there's the Radisson. Mm-hmm. And then what's that other one that uh, we like? Is it called the Drake? No. There's that one that has a great lobby bar. It's like a newer one. Oh, the Fort Gary or something? No, that's in Winnipeg. No. That's in the peg. Um, it's like a hipper kind of... Uh, we've never stayed there. We've just eaten at the... The lobby bar is killer. It's right across from the Bez. Right across from the Bez. Yeah, that's where all the uh, the 70-year-old cougars were hanging out. Yeah, that's what you want, right? That's what you, they that's had where the you money. want to be. They had their jewels on. Yeah, they're bejeweled. The James. The, the James, James Hotel. Really I knew it nice. was a Gary or a So James. the James, the Delta, Besboro, or the Radisson, one of those, pick one of those, book a room, get the ticket, get the meet and greet so we can meet you, average carpenter, and uh, we'll see you there. So uh, buy your tickets, eventbrite.ca. We're coming to your city in Western Canada, and we're coming to Atlantic Canada in 2020. And Eastern Canada, like Ontario and stuff. We'll come to Eastern Ontario. We'll be in Quebec. We're going to be all over. We're going to travel, and we're going to come to you. So thanks for listening to the podcast, and thanks again for Rod Black for coming on the podcast. Totally exhausted, and we'll talk to you next week. Legend. And that's what we celebrate. They're going home.
This is the Jay and Dan Podcast.